0: What's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And it is Monday, so we are off with another week. And it has been—it's been slow for me, eBay sales-wise. I haven't really—I don't think I've made any sales today. I didn't make any sales yesterday, and I don't think I made any eBay sales um, on Saturday or even Friday. It's been—it's been really, really slow, and. I think part of that is because I haven't been listing very much, so I made some listings last night and got those up, and then I'm gonna be doing a lot of listing tonight. Um, I've just been focusing on other parts of my business, and so maybe a few days without sales on eBay um, is kind of tough, but at the same time, it's gonna be more beneficial to work on some of the other stuff in the long run for me um, and try and learn and, and kind of better some of my knowledge and that kind of a thing. So that's what my focus has been for the past couple of weeks and so it's kind of catching up where i uh i've gotten to the point where some of my sales aren't really keeping up with the ebay that i i used to have um back in like you know june and stuff it's not it's not going nearly as well but uh it's gonna pick back up here probably sometime in july i think there's a lot of shoe releases coming out and then there are just a lot of items i'm going to be targeting i'm working on some different online arbitrage strategies and and that kind of a thing. But a lot of the items I've been targeting have just been slowing down a little bit. And so I have to find new ones and I have to look for new ones, that kind of thing. So it's been it's been kind of good. But uh, this past couple of days, I've just been really focusing on other things. So hopefully my sales will pick back up as I get more listings done and get more of the inventory I have up on eBay to sell. So that's been something that's been good for me. Um, I'm going to be getting that done tonight and tomorrow. And then I'm just be working on some personal stuff, budgeting and that kind of a thing. I locked myself out of my bank account the other day trying to figure out what my secret like security questions were. So I had to go through a whole bunch of stuff with that and then get it all set up and that kind of a thing. But luckily I got that fixed and I'm going to be doing just some budgeting stuff just to keep my my finances kind of organized and that kind of a thing. But today was pretty good. Uh, Like I said, there really wasn't too much going on resale-wise, I had my day job and then nothing really came out at all. There was no sneaker releases, there were no limited releases coming out, there wasn't any sales, I only got one offer on eBay. So it was just really, really slow stuff. I don't know if it's maybe just because it's summer um, or maybe it's just because, like I said, I haven't been listing a whole ton. But it is something that I'm hoping to pick back up here really quickly and get things started off on the right foot for the week. So I'm going to be trying to get some listings out tonight, like I said, and getting things going and, and moving with that. Um, thinking about the rest of the week, we have some huge sneaker releases that I'll end up talking about closer to the end of the week. But we have, just as a preview, we have the the uh, Nike Dunks that they're doing with Grateful Dead. So those are pretty cool. They're going to be, they're called like the, something to do with bear. I don't remember what the exact name of the shoe is called right now. But they're fuzzy, like a teddy bear would be. And they are have a yellow colorway, an orange colorway, and then a green colorway. And the orange colorway was an exclusive for a San Francisco shop. And then I believe the green one's coming out in like various shops across the country for skating. And then the yellow one going to be on sneakers and I, it may be released in other shops as well. So I'm not really sure what the whole details are on the yellow one, but the, the orange and the green one are not going to be on sneakers, which is kind of a bummer because those colorways are pretty nice too. I think the yellow one is the best. I like that one the most. The yellow and the, the light blue looks really nice together, but the, the other two colorways are pretty nice too. So they're all doing really well. A lot of the orange Colorway shoes were backdoored, which means that people paid off the people that had the skate shop that was releasing them to give them uh, the pairs of sneakers and kind of rig the raffle for them. So the sales price on those have just absolutely skyrocketed. I mean, you could have bought in on those last week and already been profiting on them just because they are so they've they've jumped up a good amount on stock X and stuff. And so that's something that a lot of people don't know about. But if you're doing like a sneaker release. A lot of times the stock on a shoe is significantly decreased for a really rare shoe like that, especially ones released at like skate shops, just because a lot of people do what's called backdooring where they pay off the people that own the shop or they pay off some of the workers and they pay them pretty well to get a pair of the shoes early or to get a pair of the shoes at all and so like raffles skate shops and stuff that are supposed to be raffles turn into people paying off the person who is doing the raffle and Nike doesn't like that at all they don't that's not what the point of giving shoes away is and so when shops kind of find out when they find out about shops that are getting a ton of like dunks or a ton of a really rare lease shoe that they're supposed to be raffling off. When they find out that they just sold it all on StockX or they backdoored it to make a lot of money in cash and that kind of a thing, they typically cut that shop off. So it is it is something that happens all the time. I mean, it would surprise me if it happened. It wouldn't surprise me if it happened in almost every skate shop that gets them, but you know, you have people that work at the skate shop that want the shoes, so they're going to probably take a pair for themselves and, and just pay retail for them and that kind of a thing. And so it's just something that happens and a lot of people aren't aware of it, but it is it is something that's very, very prevalent for sneakers. And so that drastically decreases the stock in a sneaker, uh, the stock as in the quantity that there's available to the public. And so that that can a lot of times for one of these rare sneakers like the the grateful dead ones that are coming out this week or the chunky donkeys that came out back in i think it was may that they came out when those came out they were extremely backdoored as well. A lot of people went in and it's called backdooring because if you're going to do like one of these deals, you're going to go to like the back door. You're not going to walk in the front and walk out the door in front with a pair of brand new sneakers that I haven't released yet that were supposed to be on a raffle. You're going to sneak out the back and, and go on your way. And so that's that's kind of the reason why it's called that. And that's kind of what it is. But that's, that's something I'm expecting a lot, especially now knowing that that one skate shop was supposed to be releasing all of these pairs of dunks and even they backdoored a ton of pairs, which... I mean, at that point, you know you're going to get caught. It's not that hard to realize that you were supposed to release X amount of pairs and you only let out this many pairs because, well, it you know, you only have a certain amount of people that work there. So it's not like they were just keeping them all for themselves. They clearly sold them off and and, you know, that kind of a thing. So that's just something to be aware of with sneakers that a lot of people do not know about. And that's why it's so hard to get them sometimes. That's why some of these shoes are worth so much money. And again, they're just shoes. They're just a piece of leather and a sole and that kind of a thing. But the scarcity, which with, with, which you have to be able to find these shoes because they're just so rare because so many of them are either sold off before they're actually released or they're just in such a low quantity that it's just hard to come by the shoes and so that's why you'll see a pair of dunks on StockX. they're like some paris dunk that came out way back in the early 2000s they're up for like over 50k right now just because they're so rare and so that's something that you definitely need to know about. not going to, you can't change anything about it, but that's just how it goes. Um, But I've been thinking a lot about eBay and starting out as a reseller and just kind of pivoting over to that for a moment. uh, Maybe you don't know anything about sneakers and you're just starting out. And so something that I think about a lot for that kind of a thing is people fret over their feedback on eBay. And it's a, it's something that you should be a little bit concerned about right I mean if you have zero feedback you obviously look like you are brand new but at the same time there's obvious things you can do to negate that and like a lot of people that don't sell on eBay very much don't realize that you can just log into eBay with a guest I think you can do a guest checkout now I'm not I'm not 100% sure but I'm fairly certain you can do a guest checkout with a credit card or you can quickly make an account and like one minute and just check out with their credit card rather than linking it to a PayPal account and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of people don't realize that. And so whenever they see somebody with zero feedback, they get all worried and they're like, this person has zero feedback. Should I sell to them? They want to buy this $500 pair of shoes from me. That that would give me a little bit of pause but if they're trying to buy something that's maybe a hundred bucks or something they just may have created an account because they wanted that item and so it's not a big deal um just make those sales and that kind of a thing but on the flip side if you're the the seller and you're trying to sell oftentimes you get a little bit worried i don't have any feedback and i'm just starting out why would anybody buy from me and that's that's pretty valid i would say i mean it doesn't, It's not. it shouldn't stop you from making an eBay account or making sales or anything. Everybody starts at zero. So obviously the people that have a ton of feedback started in the same position you were at. They just may have started a long time ago. And so for that kind of a thing, um, I would just, I, would, I have a couple things that I did starting out when I got on eBay and made my own account, branched off from the account that I was using that my dad had. Um, I made a few changes to my account that I think made it seem a little bit more legitimate. And in congruence with that, there's also things that you can do to get a little bit more feedback on your account than when you just start out. So I'm gonna talk about those real quick and kinda hopefully clue you in as to what you can do. So when you make an eBay account, you obviously, it looks like think of it like a profile on social media. You have your little bubble where there's your avatar and then you have like a background kind of like on Twitter where you can set your your avatar and then like the header at the top of your uh, Twitter page or your profile and you can set both of those backgrounds and then you can put a short bio or description of yourself on eBay. And so I basically immediately set those from the get because I wanted to, I wanted it to look legitimate. If you see somebody with like a, the gray kind of like profile with the, it's like the dark gray background with the light gray person with no face or anything like that, you know, like the, the typical, I don't have a profile picture kind of picture. That is very, it feels sketchy. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel normal. I wouldn't set it. I wouldn't set the picture to face or anything like that. I mean, you could but I would definitely set it to something. And so I think mine, I think mine, I created a quick logo on some site called Logo Maker and they, you can make like free logos on there and that kind of a thing. And it worked perfectly for me. I made a quick logo on there and then just threw it in there so it looked a little bit legitimate. And then I honestly think I went and Googled like, boardwalk scenes or something like that and picked, or like a boardwalk background and just picked a large wooden background and set it as like that header on my on my page. And what that did is it makes it look a little bit more legitimate. When you go in there and you see that, at least you're thinking this person put some time into making a profile and they didn't just completely sign on and, and just try and buy something really quickly. Now, again, you can sell stuff without setting all that, but it feels a little bit more legitimate to the buyer when they go on and they say, hey, this person has zero feedback, now what? I mean, well, at least they, it looks like they have have something here that's a decent page. It's not like there's just some gray gray avatar with a grey background that means nothing. It's it's actually there's something here. There's something that describes the store. And then put that bio in there. I I think I may have even put my name in there. Like Hyman is Matt. I enjoy selling sneakers and coffee mugs, It's something stupid. It doesn't have to be good, but as long as they know that you're a real person, you're not just some robot trying to steal, <laughs> trying to like steal their money or something like that, uh, it, it really makes it seem more legitimate to them because they can, they can use those kind of clues and stuff like that to, to kind of go through their head and go, okay, this person set all this stuff up, it uh, looks like a legitimate page. They used a decent quality picture for the background they they put some thought into their description it seems legitimate maybe they're just starting out i mean you could put that out you could put that there i'm just starting out but i i very highly value my customer service and would love to work with you would love to would love to have you as a customer something like that you know just things that make them feel comfortable whenever they look at your page that kind of a thing uh, use some blues blues are like a light blue puts people at ease. I I, I was reading something about that. Um, So people like that kind of a thing. And so something like that would be very good to, to get your account rolling a little bit and make it feel more legitimate to the buyer. So they're not just thinking that you're some scammer out there who has no time or care to make any sort of a profile and just wants to steal their money. And so that's one thing that I would do to get a little bit more of a legitimate profile, but that doesn't actually help your feedback at all. It just makes you look like you're not some random scammer out there. Now, if you're looking to get feedback, there's a couple of things you can do. If you want to get feedback obviously you can make sales which is good but if you're trying to get feedback to make more sales that's really not that really doesn't make any sense right you're not going to you're not going to make sales to get feedback to make sales I mean like you can that's that's the point of making sales and that's the point of getting feedback and stuff but when you have no feedback it, it, you know you're trying to find other ways to get it so one of the things I did whenever I first started getting sales is that I realized that people really rarely leave feedback I'll make 10 15 sales before I get a feedback And it's one of those things where you have to, you really have to either deliver, over deliver on customer service, which you can do, but then again, most people don't care about that because I mean, Amazon over delivers on customer service to me all the time and I've never left any feedback or anything on there. Or B, you have to be a little bit more assertive with trying to get feedback. And what I mean by that is reaching out to the buyer and asking them if they'll leave you feedback, if they thought it was positive, if they thought they had a positive experience. So if you did something and you you delivered something to the buyer that that you know went well, if they got the item, you didn't hear any complaints or anything. Wait a little bit and see if they'll see if they'll offer you a uh, like a feedback. So basically, just go into your messages um, and you can Google like there's a there's an eBay link that I have. I don't remember what it is right now because I'm driving, but. there's a link that you can type in and then just append at the end of the link the person's store name that bought off of you and it'll bring you right to their page. You can hit contact seller and it it thinks that you're a buyer in the situation. And then you can either pick the item from like a dropdown that says pick this item or just say it's not about any particular item and message them. And so that's what I would do. I would message that buyer or you can go, I think you can even go to your eBay solds in like the seller hub and hit contact buyer for the order and it'll bring up the buyer in a message and you can you can like message them and all I did for my first few feedbacks was I messaged buyers and I said hey I'm really trying to start an eBay store here I understand that you're busy and I really appreciate the purchase that you made and if you don't want to leave me a feedback that's fine but if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a positive feedback, it would mean the world to me. It really helps people feel like I'm a legitimate store. It makes them know that I'm not just out there trying to scam them and it really helps my business. Thank you so much for your purchase, have a great day. That kind of a thing makes people They almost feel bad not leaving the feedback and even if they don't leave the feedback fine they're not going to be aggravated at you for being honest and trying to get a feedback out of them i mean they've already bought something off of you right so you don't have to bother them anymore but for me reaching out to a buyer they're not going to give you a negative feedback for that at least i've never seen it and even if they do you can go to ebay they'll be fine they'll they'll remove that if you are persistent enough you may not get it on the first call to them but call them a few times and somebody will realize that you're just a you know, a legitimate person trying to make a name for yourself on eBay and they'll remove the feedback for you. So I've never seen somebody get a negative feedback for that, but if you would, I I cannot imagine eBay wouldn't remove that. But that's one way that I did it. And I got a few feedbacks that way. I got up to like five feedbacks. That way, and five's not that many, but it looks, five looks a lot better than one or two, and it looks a heck of a lot better than zero. At least if you have five, people are like, okay, maybe this person's starting an eBay store. If you have like one or two, or, or, or forbid, like zero, you know, it, it feels a little more strange to the person. It's like, okay, this person only has one feedback that's positive. They've only done this many transactions. Like, that feels a little bit weird to buyers sometimes. And it, like I said, a lot of buyers don't even care about it. I personally don't care about it. I look for for sellers with lower feedback, um, lower numbers but 100% positive feedback. So if I can find somebody with like a 10 score of feedback, but 100% positive, I know that they're just a newer seller who or somebody who doesn't sell very often, and I can usually get a better deal off of that person. So like savvy eBay people know how to work this, but most people don't even understand the feedback system and they don't even know what it is. So they're not even going to look at that whenever they go to buy from you. But in the case that you're trying to appeal to everybody on eBay, which we all are, that is one way to get feedback from somebody who's bought from you. Now, another way to get feedback is buying items. And so... Like I talked about yesterday, if you want to go long-term with this, and you really feel like you want to bring this thing uh, or stretch this thing out and make it a, a side hustle or maybe even go full-time with it, that's a longer-term commitment here. You're not going to do this for a month or two months and then give up, you you really want to grow this thing out. And so a very good investment in your business would be, I would say about 20 to $25. And I would go onto eBay, I would search football cards or baseball cards or soccer cards or whatever kind of cards you wanna buy. And I would find 20 to 25 different sellers with over 10,000 feedback score. And a lot of times what happens is when you buy from somebody that has that high of a feedback, if somebody has 100,000 feedback score, they they are for sure going to leave you a good, a good feedback immediately upon purchase. But if they have over 10,000, I would say like eight to nine times out of 10, you're gonna get a positive feedback right after you purchase the item, and you can go on and search football card, sort it by buy it now, and then lowest price. Uh, so you'll sort it of by like buy it now, only buy it now ones, and then buy lowest price, and it will just be thousands of cards that pop up for 99 cents, and you just sort through those, and you go and click on the ones that are at different backgrounds and that kind of a thing. Find yourself. 20 to 25 different sellers that have over 10,000 feedback. This will take you a little while, but it's it's worth it. And then just go buy off of them. And you spend a dollar on each person or a dollar What plus tax? So and and shipping will be free. That's the other thing because they're going to be shipping these in white envelopes with like a stamp on the back. So they're going to probably make like twenty cents on this card. It's just going to trigger the algorithm for them or or whatever. They're just trying to make minimal money on these things. But for you, they'll leave you a positive feedback immediately, and it's one of the cheapest things you can buy on eBay. Uh, Cards like an individual card that's just. Like a worthless card. Like, maybe, like, a, like, I was looking today just to see, like, a Todd Gurley non rookie card for the Rams. Like, he doesn't even play for them anymore. And, he wasn't a rookie whenever the card was made and Todd Gurley cards anyways aren't worth that much so a Todd Gurley non-rookie card that he doesn't even play for the team anymore it's not really going to be worth all that much and it was only 99 cents on eBay which I think is the minimum you can list an item at so just go buy up like 20 to 25 of those cards from different sellers each one of them leaves you a feedback so that the person goes in they look at your feedback and they you know if they're savvy enough, they'll click and say, oh my gosh, this guy has 20 as a buyer. Well, you know, does he have any as a seller? Oh, he has a few as a seller. Maybe he just uses eBay a lot. Um, but most people aren't even that savvy or they're too lazy to look at that. They'll just see that you have like 20 to 25 feedback and just start buying off of you. So if you're really that concerned about it, 20 to 25 bucks, great investment in your business, I would say. To just go start buying a bunch of like $1 cards on eBay and then just, you know, you can do whatever you want with them. You can, you can hold them. You can... You can send them to be graded, which I wouldn't recommend if they're not worth anything, or you can land them on fire, like I don't care, like whatever you want to do with it. But you'll get yourself a good amount of feedback very quickly that way. And as long as you're doing your due diligence and, and providing good customer service and all that kind of jazz, you'll be able to you'll be able to sustain a hundred percent positive feedback. You'll be able to look like a more legitimate seller. And within, I don't know, like a couple weeks time, you could have 25 to 30 feedback on your eBay depending on how much you want to buy and, and how much you sell and that kind of a thing. And you look like a very legitimate seller. You don't look like some some guy who just started an eBay account. Like set up your profile, set up a bio, go buy some stuff, people leave you feedback, and now you have a very healthy looking eBay account. Now I would caution you, don't I don't know what happened, but one time I did that and I I like bought a bunch of different items from the same seller in different transactions trying to build up an eBay account and then I changed my password a bunch of times because it kept like I I kept forgetting the password for it and so I was trying to get in and I couldn't remember the password so I, I finally changed it and then I went home and I couldn't remember the password from when I changed it at work and so then I was trying to change it again and eBay was like I don't know what's going on with this guy but he keeps buying quantities of one of this item from the same seller and then he's changed his password like four times something's wrong here and they locked they didn't lock the account, but they basically reset the password and reset the feedback and everything. So don't do anything stupid. Don't 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 forget your password or anything like that. Don't change your oh, and I changed my eBay ID. So like I did all this in the matter of a day. I bought like twenty six individual purchases from a, a buyer from a seller, and then I changed my password. I think twice, and then I changed my user ID on eBay, and they were just like, I don't know what this guy's doing. It kind of threw off their system don't do that like set your id up set your password make sure you know what it is and then just go by and you'll be fine don't don't do anything stupid like I did because that it wasn't my main account. It was like a, a second account that I was using at work that I just wanted to have feedback for in case like I bought something through work, but also so that if I had like an item that I didn't know what I wanted to do with, maybe I could list it on there and, and not have it bother my my good account, that kind of a thing. But, um, you know, it, it is like, you know, stuff through work and that kind of a thing. If I had to list it on there, like I don't want to list something through work and then it break and, you know, the person leave me a bad feedback on my business account. That's not what I want. So... That kind of a thing I would have like a second eBay account for uh, just because it's not my items. It's like the, the, the works, uh, the place that I work, their items. So if I was doing something like that for them, I would have a second account for that. Um, but that is that is kind of what happened. So just make sure you don't do that and you'll be fine. I can't imagine why you would do that. So, just, you know, be, be mindful of those kind of things. But uh yeah i would definitely buy some cards build up that feedback score on your ebay and you'll be good to go so that being said it's kind of a longer podcast for me but um i just had those kind of couple things on my mind today hopefully those help you out a little bit and you can get going with your ebay business get some things moving on there quickly and you can build up that feedback score to look like you are a legitimate seller i mean if you're going to be in a legitimate seller you might as well look like one too so it, it's not a bad idea to try and get yourself some feedback built relatively cheap cost. I mean, a dollar per feedback is just super cheap. So that being said, I'm going to let you guys go, but I'll get with you tomorrow for another podcast. You guys have a good one and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.